And there's Ken. Yeah. How's it going, man? Hey, man, I'm doing great. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hey, Ken. Sweet. Nice shirt. <laughs> hey, thanks. Nice, yeah, nice great band. Yeah. Yeah. Look at you, styling and profiling. Yeah. Loving it. I got a nice little hat here too. Oh, yeah. oh nice! Yeah, it's like you've been on band camp. Yeah, that's right. Good yeah, job. I got, I, I got this, and I also got the uh, the baseball hat. So nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm gonna pick up a baseball hat myself. Nice. Yeah, you. I would hope you would get one. You know. For being in the band, yeah, yeah. you should get I one. I might know somebody. I might you know, know somebody. Yeah, yeah. If, you know, if you need the address for Bandcamp, I can send that to you. You know. Yeah, I, yeah. When we're done, send me the link. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. That sounds good. Um, yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be uh, wearing the uh, that, um, and I have some uh, some 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 gifts for you guys. And oh, uh, sweet. Yeah. So I want to bring those to you because I'm I'm really excited to finally get to see you guys live. You know. Oh yeah. I'm excited to play. It's like what five days or something? Well, yeah, like yeah, five days. right. Friday, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah my wife I'm looking and I forward are to meeting out. guys. Are all three of you coming, or just no? You, it's just me. Um, Those two slackers yeah. aren't gonna come. Ton of them. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I wanted to. I couldn't get the time, Ken. I I would have loved to, to meet all you guys and stuff. Oh no but, worries, man. I'm just giving you some shit. But no, that'll. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting all you guys yeah. in person someday. But Mark in a week. Yeah, you're you're getting the talent. <laughs> You know, so <laughs> yeah, boy, his head can't get any bigger, right? Yeah. Jesus, yeah, I had uh, to shave my head; it was getting so big, you know. Whoa! Um, but uh, no, this is this is good. I'm 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 excited. Uh, looking forward to to seeing you guys and just hanging out, and we'll we'll talk you know more about that and and how yeah. that's how that's going to go. It's going to be a nice venue. It's it's a really intimate venue, so I'm I'm really very excited about that. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, one other band that we've interviewed. Um, Haunt is going to be there. So we we talked with him. Uh, the yeah, singer for I, Haunt. I know. Uh, I know Sam, or or I'm I've met Sam, the uh, bass player before. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, the other bands I've not seen before, so I'm really excited just to to see you know who's going to be there. Um, now the ba- night before, I don't know if you. I, I'm assuming you guys are going to be there like on Thursday. Is that when you're coming in, or are you coming in Friday? No, we're flying in a day earlier, so yeah, we'll be there Thursday. I, you know, I I can't tell you, I can't even tell you exactly what time we're getting in. I think it's the early afternoon. Okay. I had some strides to, um, uh, I'm kind of bummed that Flotsam had to cancel their tour, um, A, just because they had to cancel it. You know, that's a bummer for any band. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But uh, I was looking forward to maybe if I had time to to check them out as well, but um, yeah, we, we may or may not get over there Thursday to, to check it out, but uh, uh, I'd like to see it if I can. If, but if uh, we'll, do, we'll definitely be there Friday. If you do, um, you know, the, the the replacing Flotsam is a Cleveland band called Midnight. Right. And they are totally wonderful live. I just saw them a few weeks ago uh, in Pittsburgh. Uh, it was last weekend. Yeah. Uh, at the Metal Immortal Fest. And okay. um, they've been around for about 20 years. Was that I in- mean, is that in Pennsylvania? Yeah, yeah, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, Deb Levine yeah, okay. uh, from Lady Beast puts that on. And oh, nice. so Midnight and Glacier, um, High Racks, um, which is uh, just fantastic band. So every band was so good. Uh, Vindicator, nice. you know, just just great. A lot of underground metal bands, um, really good festival. You know, Midnight's cool. been plugging away for 20 years. And um, it's just that really big loud like early motorhead attitude you know just well, it's, fast. It's like it's like it's like if venom and motorhead had a baby there you go oh nice venom yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. And Venom's actually playing uh, this this Thursday night in Cleveland. Um, so another local guy, Curran Murphy, he played with Annihilator and he played uh, with Shatter Messiah. He's playing with a band called 72 Legions and uh, them and then another great Cleveland band called Ringworm. Um, they've been around again for 30 some years. Uh, big, uh, hard, you know, hard metal, hardcore band. Um, and then uh, Satan and Venom Inc. So, I mean, it's just nice. a phenomenal show. So nice. But be yeah, good. I'll be out. I'll be out uh, Friday afternoon sometime, and and you know, definitely looking forward to to getting together and and meeting you guys in person. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Excellent. We'll Excellent. definitely do that. Uh huh. We're gonna have fun. Um, we got some stuff now. The last uh, episode was that you all were on was magnificent, and um, so now we got some things we want to gear towards you, and some things that we didn't get to do. Uh, okay. But, you know, with everybody, so um. You know, we're going to do that. But so I guess, Chop, I guess we should. Uh, well, give me a second here. I'm going to pull up something while you guys, you can entertain. Chop, you can entertain Ken there for a second. I don't know how to entertain. I, you know, I, <laughs> I try. I guess it's just, it's, it's just yeah. all you got to do is work at me. That's entertainment enough, right? Yeah, wow. Enough. I, <laughs> but no, we want to stay around, Chop. I guess, uh, I, I mean, I don't want to add questions for the show, but I want to get into it. You know, how has the response to the album been so far and how's the tour been going with you guys? Well, we're going to ask well, the two. That's yeah, what yeah. we're going to start with. Yeah. All right. So, we'll, so, all right. Yeah, yeah. so let's do our intro. Ahead. We'll, we'll get right into I'm, it. I'm blowing my load right at the beginning there, Ken. I that's, apologize. But that's oh. typical chop top. That's what they always fucking yeah. tell me. So Time for some new socks, chop. I picked, okay. a, yeah. I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing glue. That's all I got to <laughs> yeah, say. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Is there any I ever a good week to stop? A couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's get this ball rolling. Hey, what's up? My name's Steve, and I make click tracks. And you're watching the show and listening to it, and it's the heavy show heavy hour on WNCX 98.5. I am Montag, Master of Illusion. What goes up must come down, but not always. It is chopped up, and this one's going to be heavy. And you were watching and listening to heavy, heavy. metal. Horror. Oh, yes, you know the drill, Ken. You're bringing the horns right early. Yes, yes. Oh, veteran. Yes, we want to welcome back Ken Rodardi from Jag Panzer, the mighty Jag Panzer. Um, Ken, welcome back to Heavy Metal Horror. It's so great to have you back on. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun. You know, last time it was just so, so cool. You guys have been so supportive of the show, and 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 we just really appreciate it. It kind of blows our minds, uh, actually. Oh, yeah. But great. to be able to boot to do a a first time for you guys, we're having all of you on at the same time. That that we just feel very honored to been able to uh, to bend the venue for that. So uh, we're just glad to have you back. Awesome. It's good to be back. And yeah, that was a fun time. We had uh, all of us on there for for quite some time. I think uh, I think Mark and Rick popped off even for a while to, to get Mark to the airport and Mark came back mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it was, that was a good time. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. We, it, was like the, it was like the Brady Bunch. We all, you know, we're all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was great. It was great. It was great, man. So yeah. now, Chop, you had you wanted to ask a question to Ken. Yeah. So, so let's go ahead and begin. 
All right, Ken. My first question is: is uh, how is the response to the new album been? The Hollow, which is fantastic, everybody out there. And how's how's the tour been going for you guys? Okay, well, I'll start with the album part. And uh, you know, once we released it, well, I mean, I think there was some press people that got it just before the June twenty third uh, release uh, that were trickling out. And um, but yeah, they were all of them were just completely positive. I, I don't. I don't think I read one that had anything bad to say. Um, so yeah, the response has been great uh, to to the album from everybody and and all the fans. You know, I mean, the the, the reviews that I saw online uh, that were shared between the band members and on uh, you know uh, online magazines and all that they were all super positive. And then all the uh, banter back and forth from friends to the band back and forth on Facebook and everything, everybody telling Mark, you know, oh, this is great. You know, one of your best might be your best kind of, so it couldn't have been better. I mean, uh, you know, the only thing that could be better now is if someone saw it and said, you know what, this would be great for a movie and let's pay these guys a lot of money to use their, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. or, or, or well, pay for a, pay for a tour that hits, hits all the States, you know, like, or yeah, yeah. I mean, not, yeah, not yeah. so much Absolutely. money, but at least if we can get it all into everybody's ears worldwide that possible, except for everybody that's already, you know, in the metal. No, yeah. right. You know, but yeah, yeah if, if we get into a popular uh, step up, that would be super awesome. But, other than that, no, it's just been phenomenal. It's been great to read about it and, and just be part of it and see that those accolades are coming uh, to the band and, and myself included now. Uh, yeah, it was super awesome. Uh, in fact, I was prepping myself before I got on the uh, meeting with you guys and I went through and read a few of them uh, and and stuff. So, uh, yeah, they, they were all super killer. That's great. Well deserved, I, brother. Yeah, well deserved. It's, it's it's a phenomenal record, you know. Um, it, it just really is. I mean, I've been a Japanzer fan for a long time, and um, I, the first album I heard from you guys was Mechanized Warfare, you know, and right. and because uh, some of my friends they knew I was an Iron Maiden and those kinds of things. He's like, you got to check out these guys, and I'm like, oh, 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 wow, you know, where have I been? Um, <laughs> and I just think you, your sound is is still it runs through it. It's part of the DNA of the album, but it it has been elevated so yeah it's a phenomenal record you know um well especially you know ken's playing on it it's fucking phenomenal so So, i mean yeah i'm not kissing ass ken i'm just saying you know it's phenomenal no no no, it's really outstanding man i yeah yeah they've well they've had you know obviously jag tanzer have shredders on all their albums i mean i mean chris broder come on you know oh yeah yeah uh you know joey (laughs) tafoya and uh, you know those those guys, they just got chops I can't even touch. But uh, I just I lend my own style to it, and so for it to to be as as well received as it has, I I, I can I can take that part as a compliment, you know. Absolutely, but, I'm, I'm very glad to to have been able to uh, synchronize uh, into their style and into the the album, so that uh, I'd like I said this to someone else before, and it's that because I was j- uh, jamming with these guys since 2018, you know, I had to learn Chris Broderick stuff. I had to learn Joey Tafoya stuff. And so, you know, over that time, like the first, fl- uh, the first tour was kind of like a fluke. They needed someone quick. And I, in 13, in 10 days, I learned 13 songs as quick as I could, you know? And so I didn't have all the leads down or what have you. Um, right. But as, as- Tours progressed and and the time went by, you know, I started refining each one of those solos, you know, to the best of my ability and still do at this time, you know, not over perfect or whatever, but, um, 
the point is, is that I had time to kind of be an enveloped in each one of these guys' style for a while. And so when it was time to actually contribute to the album, it came from a place to where I had a whole bunch of stuff in all these little different toolboxes. And then I just put it together with my own stamp. And so that's, that's kind of how it worked and how I, I kind of explain it. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. So how did it feel yeah. to play the, the tracks from the how to live audiences for the first time? Oh, it, it was awesome. I guess that was a uh, shop second question. So a nice segue. We can, um, um, we, um, to to ha- to be able to play like my own solos instead of Joey's or Chris's or Chris or what you know, it was super awesome. It, it felt really good. I can I can tell you. You know, I'm sitting there playing a solo. It's like I'm not trying to do a version of it. I'm not trying not to fuck it up. I'm not trying to see if I can play this part correctly. It's like, hey man, you wrote it. If you screw it up, it's your own fault. <laughs> so uh, no, we did. In fact. Um, that's one of my little cheat sheets I have here on my, my screen is uh, that we do have one, two, three, four. We played five new songs off the album out of oh. about 22 songs. So we played wow. five. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's, wow, a, that's, a, big, that's a big set. Yeah. Yeah. We played Bound as One and Pray off the album. Uh, then we played Far Beyond All Fear from Deviant. Then I'm going to screw all these up because I don't know which one they're all on. But we had the, then we played The Mission, Shadow Thief, oh. Symphony of Terror, Chain of Command, Dark Descent off the Hallowed, mm-hmm. Generally Hostile off of Ample, of course, Stronger Than You Know off of Hallowed, mm-hmm. Take to the Sky, mm-hmm. Overlord, License to Kill off of Ample again, Edge of a Knife off of the Hallowed, Born of the Flame off of Deviant, Tyranny from I can't remember which one. Uh, that was a nice little ball buster solo. Thanks, Joey, to try and learn. <laughs> Onward We Toil, mm-hmm. uh, Black and Iron Eagle, mm-hmm. and, and that's a that's a Joey Chris back to back right there. That last two, and so yeah, but wow. that, that was the set that's list. a killer set. Wow, what a set. oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so that's, that was the set. That's phenomenal. So we had we had ten shows, and uh, I'll put it to you like this: July 29th was Headbangers Open Air, and then there was. Uh, one, two, three, four club dates. Then Vakken was August uh, 5th. So that was super amazing. And then yeah. uh, we had one, two, three, four more club dates. And then the very uh, bookend was Alcatraz Festival on the 12th. And so it was uh, 10 shows. So my point uh, after all that schedule ranting was that uh, the, the big long list that I read to you was all the club dates. And then, so for the three festivals, we had to curtail it down and get it down to, I want to say somewhere around an hour, a little give or take. Mm-hmm. So we didn't, we didn't sure. play that set for the entire tour. Uh, we, we, we had to, we kind of whittled it down to, we had to take off like five, six songs for each of the festivals just because, you know, you don't have enough time. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. scrambling for time there. You know, I mean, usually the headliners get about 90 minutes but most of the bands get 45 minutes to an hour, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's, that's fantastic. You know, we, we had been talking, you know, in the last few months. Um, and one of the things that I know you wanted to talk a lot about and, and share was some of the, 
the stories that have, you know, at, at the big festivals, like when you go there, do you, at these festivals, do you get to enjoy the festival atmosphere as a fan as well? Or are you just so busy well, getting there and setting up and playing and moving on? Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll tell you what, yes is the answer. Not a lot, but yes. Like, um, uh, well, yeah, I was going to talk about that. Now the, um, the headbangers open air, which is in Germany, uh, near Hamburg, that place was like one stage. And so there was a lot more uh, access to everybody and all the areas around. So that one just seemed more, um, you know, it was, it was almost, there was like a backstage area, but then you just walk right out until then you're in the crowd. So there wasn't like a lot of uh, clandestine separation, you know. Uh, now in Wacken, that place, now you, you see, pictures and videos on uh on the internet and stuff and so you you just see this huge stage and a lot of people you know and and i played the the sweden festival with jag panzer in 2019 so uh, what i'm getting at is that you get this feeling like you know you're gonna i put it like this there if like you're in the center and then you can just turn around and see all the stages you know there's that band there's that band there's that band well it's not quite like that and so sweden rock was like kind of a realization so we were on a smaller stage. Uh, there was one, two, then us, and then a couple smaller stages. And so, you know, our our audience kind of was looking at us this way. But then I could look over and I could see this the big the second biggest stage where Disturb eventually played. Eventually played, and then I couldn't really see because the tent was blocking it. But the big stage over there, the big one that has everybody like Kiss, or whatever. Uh, ZZ Top was on that stage while we were playing. So oh, really? it was kind of like yeah. it was kind of like a you could see stuff and you were part of everything all at the same time. Yeah. So with Wacken in the past, Mark said that it was a little more like the Sweden rock festival. Like, you know, you could kind of get an air as to every uh, area or stage without too much movement or too much, you know, to do. But at the Wacken festival, it was when we pulled up, we, we pulled into the place and we got directed to a parking lot. It, it was like a, freaking city you know so we got directed to and they had several different parking lots for bands artists press and just you know the normal audience and so we had to go to this one place and then another van had to be called out from headquarters and then meet us there and then bring us to this other parking lot to get into another van to get to the actual uh where the stage was set up so wow. i got to the stage me rickard and harry i think got dropped off at the stage and we just kind of stayed there but then um uh mark and eric they those guys went to the dressing room so yet another trip to the dressing room you know so everything's just far away from everything else and so our two stages um and I, i'm glad because i wanted to segue into this at some point there's a band and i didn't get a chance to meet her but i waved uh i don't know her name she's a singer for black mirrors and so they were on the stage before us and so we were on and i can't remember the names of the stages either but we were on one stage and then uh, I don't know why I'm looking over here. <laughs> we are on one stage and then, uh, you know, Black Mirror's played. Then we're getting set up. But then Marty Friedman is playing on the stage next to us. Mm -hmm. So then we're getting ready. Then we played. And then uh, Burning Witches played after us. So it was weird. When we were setting up, there was no one in front of our stage. But everyone was over, like, just right in the next area watching Marty Friedman. So we're sitting there setting up and it's like, it's just like kind of a psych because it's like, oh shit, no one's here kind of. But then the minute we're ready, then they all just like walked over in front of us. So to drive this thing home, uh, when we got done, 
they took us to the dressing area, you know, where Mark and Eric had already been. And it was so cool. In fact, I, I don't know that I posted it on my Facebook or whatever, but you got in there and it was like just this huge auditorium kind of area and just a row of, of I guess, office cubicle type material, just all these rows of walls. And you just had all these different dressing rooms of the people in there. You know, I can't even remember everybody I was next to, but I know that Evergrays was right down the way or whatever. And so um, from there, uh, uh, from there, we kind of were able to walk from that central area to the artist mess hall, which was huge in itself, which a whole bunch of, you know, picnic tables in the whole, you know, in the whole place. And then there was a big bar and then the, all the hot food or whatever. And um, I know I've been rambling for a minute. No, but no, my no. Point is, we're, we're my point is, yeah, <laughs> my point is that so it's the Bakken areas were like so separated from each other. It was, it, it kind of, you didn't get this, it was just like a weirder feel like the, the, the Sweden rock was all like all encompassing in one area. You could walk a little ways to go to this place and the other. Vakken just seemed a little more off kilter, you know, and Mark said it wasn't that way in the past. Like all the backstage areas kind of met, you know, in the same place. But um, here's my Vakken story. Uh, so uh, and then I'll finish off with Alcatraz. But my Vakken story was is because of the way it was set up and everything. We played at like 2 p.m. And it took like, like you know, after we played, you know, we got over to the mess hall, like, I don't know, 3.30, quarter of four, maybe even four. It had to have been four because um, one of my new fascinations has been Ginger, uh, the oh, band yeah. Ginger. Yeah. Because Tatiana just is just so powerful. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Roman is a great guitar player. I'm going to, I think, uh, I know Vlad's the drummer and I'm, Fuck the bass player, he's gonna kill me. They're I, phenomenal you know, rhythm section. The, the band is is so fucking. They're just high. phenomenal. They're just yeah. like you know, yeah. they're four forces, just all in one. I mean, you know. Yeah. But I, I just, I was. T so here's my story. So I was, I was. T um, so we were there, and we, and I was like thinking, well, maybe we'll get a chance to go check out some of Ginger because they were playing on one of the biggest stages while we were, you know, in there eating and stuff. And we had just got in there, we're kind of sweaty, you know, we kind of kind of relax and eat and stuff, you know, and just take it all in. And so by the, you know, I've talk, told Harry, I said, hey, you know, because we were talking about her, like, yeah, I'm not sure, whatever. And uh, so I, I, I was telling my girlfriend before I left, I said, you know, it would be totally cool. I, I want to get a picture with with Tatiana from Ginger. That'll be like my my goal. You know, that'd be so cool. You know, check them out because I missed them here in Phoenix. I didn't want to go by myself like a big jerk. I should have went. But eh. anyway, called us, man. Come on, hey, we'll go with the show. We'll go to a show. <laughs> yeah, with yeah right. Yeah. I live in the wrong town. That's right. Anyway, so so um, I'm in the uh, and. Uh, the guys will all tell you I, I make videos to my girl all the time when I'm on tour and stuff. So I took a video uh, of the big screen that was in the, the mess hall and Ginger's playing. So I take a video of me standing next to it. I'm going, darling, this is probably as close as I'm going to get to Ginger. So here it is, you know, blah, blah, blah. So then I talk to <laughs> Harry. We're done eating. And then finally, I'm like, Harry, let's you know what? Let's go. Let's go walk over there and let's go check them out, you know. And so by the time me and Harry decide we're going to walk, you know, to yet another area. So like, you know, all these different areas it was. Um, and the place was muddy, fucking everywhere. Everywhere was muddy. I mean, backstage yeah. for the people, for the bands and stuff, it was pretty muddy, but there was walkways and boards and shit like that. But if you were out in that audience, God bless you, man. Because everybody there had like these big rubber boots and stuff, you know? I don't know if you saw the pictures and stuff, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
they, it was just a shit storm over there in Germany that it was uh, raining everywhere for some yeah. time. And so, I mean, there was talk about, I, I think there was some announcement that, that they had to not let it, so many people in this year or whatever. And then there was another festival that very close around the time that actually did get canceled. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, I'm tangenting. So, um, so I could tell Harry, come on, man, let's go check out Ginger. And the minute we started walking out of the mess hall, they were on the screen going, all right, thank you very much. We're like, ah, uh, or shit. Uh, or damn. Damn. Um, so we're like, whatever. And so, uh, uh, you know what? I should have had this. I should have had this. Um, let me see if I can find it really quick. Um, I should have had this pin because it would have been perfect for the, for the moment, but, uh, I'll see if I can stall for time. So anyway, I, I was like crestfallen. We're like, well, we're not going to see him. I'm not going to get my picture, whatever. So we we're screwing around. And so we're deciding to leave the mess hall. And then, uh, uh, Harry, we're, we're walking out the door and Harry goes, dude, 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 there she is. There she is. I'm like, no way. And he's like, yeah. And so she was like walking in. Uh, right when we were leaving. And so uh, he's like, hey, can, can I get a, a selfie with you? And she said something to the effect of, well, are you going to get me something to eat first? You know, kind of because she just got done playing or whatever. <laughs> and so, but she was very nice and polite, and she took the picture uh, with Harry. And so, um, you know, she got done with that picture. And I don't know what it was, but I said, uno mas, por favor. So she must have thought I was like Spanish or something. So she got all happy and 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 said yeah no problem and uh so there it is oh man that is awesome i'm i'm extremely jealous i'm jealous yep yeah i'm jealous yeah so so i so i got my picture so that was that's fantastic yeah that was my little docking story i knew i was going to tell you guys no i love that that's great yeah and harry was all like Man, she was all nice to you. What's the... <laughs> <laughs> we, we uh we tried to get her on the show when we were just starting out because we're all fans, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, we all have crushes on her, of course. I mean, who doesn't? You know, she's she's yeah. gorgeous and she's a powerhouse. And yeah. um, but you know, she's just way too big. I mean, we're just two small potatoes, you know. But that's that's fine. You never it's know, like, man. Down the road, down the road, one day, yeah. you know. Down the road, yeah. Well, I think so, they were busy, Montag, during that. They were busy with the new album and, and touring. Yeah, they were on the uh, tour, and they just didn't have the time. And oh, stuff. yeah. And that's totally yeah, cool. that's, I, know, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, they don't, know. That's, that's their whole life. That's their whole job, you know. And they're young, and they can do it, and it's good for them. I mean, they are they are Absolutely. hitting while it's hot. Their albums have yeah. been phenomenal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it just they're just one of the most exciting new bands around, you know. Yeah. Uh, They've exploded. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it took yeah, them a I mean, long time to get there, and they finally get their, they're getting their dues, and and I'm happy for them, you know. Yeah, so it was super awesome. So I, I got the picture, but, oh, you know. So, so that was nice. like, you know, that was something that I was looking forward before the tour. I was just like, man, if I can get a picture with uh, Tatiana, that would be so awesome. And I that's did. So awesome. That, yeah, that, that was super awesome, dude. Um, you know, I, I like the way you describe the t- the two different venues because you know, those stories are things that you know we never get to hear the inside. So that's why we love hearing of these stories. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I would I would like to be part of the Sweden one more because I want to be feel like I'm part of something. You know, yeah, like, yeah. I want to be like surrounded by everything. And if if, if Vakken is like you know almost like the spokes of a wheel and you're way out there, I can easily yeah. see how it wouldn't feel as connected to everything else you know it's almost like you know like three different concerts going on in the same area yeah. you know yeah yeah well i mean to be fair i think they do overlap you know like someone was playing while we were done you know someone was playing while ginger was on some of the other stages and stuff like that like like i mentioned at sweden rock uh when we were um 
Sweden Rock we played around, and this was in uh, July of 2019, uh, and it was pretty light out still. I think it was we played at like six or seven p.m. So, but it was still light out because it was Sweden. But that, when we got when we took the stage, ZZ Top was already performing. So they, there's some overlap there. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm like you guys. I'm curious. Like if I was there to see Jag Panzer, you know how long it would have taken me to walk over to the other freaking place to see Ginger? You know, I right, I couldn't right. tell. So yeah, yeah, you might have to have a giant program because it's multiple stages because you got to know mm-hmm. who's playing and what. I, I'd imagine that'd be really a difficult challenge because you're bound you're bound to run into a situation where two or more bands are playing at the same time. You're like, what? what you would where, have where to, do I go? Yeah, you have yeah, to. You would have to. You would have to designate. Okay, you know, like for myself, I'd be like, well, fuck. All right, I'll see the first half of them and the second half of them. You know, <laughs> whatever. Right. Yeah, to, to try and get it all in. Right. So you try right. to you try to get it all in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, I'm I you know the crucible where you're playing at um in wisconsin is luckily it's you know it's just one stage um right metal, metal yeah, immortals too a- there's a band stage upstairs and then there's like a basement stage downstairs so you if you know and it's offsetting go back and where's forth. this it's, it's at the metal immortal festival in pittsburgh that i was oh, at okay that last weekend okay. yeah it's the venue they were at had two stages and it's uh-huh. nice because then while the one band's playing the other one's setting up right and then, so and then there's time like yeah, right. you don't miss this. There's like there's like five or ten minutes in between. Like one band ends, and then everyone migrates down. The next band plays, and they were pretty good on time. I mean, they were you know they were really good on time. So, but um, well, yeah. I think that lends I think that lends to because Vak it's just the number of bands and the location. Right. You know, mm-hmm. Vakin's three days. It's the middle of Europe where metal is super fucking still huge, and yeah. and there's I, I couldn't tell you. Well, you know what? Here. I, I ended up, uh, I might have stolen this off the dressing room when I was there. <laughs> might have. You got might, have. might have. Yeah, keep them coming. Right, might have. <laughs> well, not this one. This one, this one was from uh, Colossal. Oh, that is so cool. So I, I fit it in one of my guitar cases. Wow. Though. Well, yeah, you should. They should. You should be able about. to take that home anyway. It's like it's you. Oh, oh, oh my nice. god. So there. So this is a little more bands than what? that that festival you were at. wow yeah no yeah. wonder they have like five stages everyone playing at the same time you can't you right. can't get them all otherwise, that's what i'm saying <laughs> otherwise you got a three minute set I, I, yeah. you got time for half that's a song beautiful. and go that's great yeah oh yeah, that's, that's yeah. great they were super nice i mean i they I, they had these in like i want to say every other dressing room or whatever and so i saw one of the band's uh places across the way from ours and our handler if you will i'm like can i uh, he's like well yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Nice. I really remember cool, the first time Alcatraz, I saw Oh, sorry. Alcatraz I was that, set up the ahead. same way. Alcatraz was set up the same way, but uh that's another one to where I uh that one I felt a little more like the Sweden Rock Festival. It still had a little tangent separation with uh, a couple that one was it, it felt more like Sweden Rock than Bakken did for sure, the Alcatraz one. So mm-hmm. when we got done there, um we played uh just after vicious rumors and just before riot five i think oh. i know we played okay. after vicious rumors and stuff because i i've been friends with their uh their guitar player gunner on facebook and i so i got a chance to meet him on this tour in fact i met those guys uh on uh at the headbangers open air uh because they played the day before us and we're still hanging around nice. uh but anyway so uh, after the Alcatraz Festival, when we played, it was still just about light out. But then 
and and my girlfriend had been uh, there fine at, at that one because um, I got her out on the last couple days of that tour. So she and I, and then uh, Eric, uh, the bass player, we we were all walking around and and checking out the different areas and stages and stuff. I got a t-shirt and everything. So, but yeah, that that felt a little more like the Sweden rock one because even though the grounds were like a little more separated, you could walk to them pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so that makes a difference. Makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. We don't, yeah. you know, we don't have these kinds of festivals that much in the mainstream yeah. here. I think Oz, Ozfest was like the last big one that would hear. There was a an occasional world or uh, what was it the monsters of rock but it's the yeah. underground underground festivals are where are that you have the all day long kind of things you know like like the one you're kind of going to there's a lot of underground bands um you know at at uh blades of steel you know and it's he was he was at metal immortal i mean a lot of the same bands run through these guys so. oh yeah right randy yeah 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 so he, randy yeah. yeah randy was at, yeah, at I, pittsburgh i saw that he was at that festival as well too so. yeah you man that would be great i mean it's you'd be good i mean it would be a it would be a hike for you guys to come out and play the show in pittsburgh but that would be an awesome venue um, yeah we'd, we'd um we'd like to uh see if we can't find somebody to rep us here in the states we have a production company that's primarily for european booking and so uh, uh, Jag Panzer's a DI, DIY uh, in the mm-hmm. States. So get a, if we can get an agency behind us, we might be able to make some things like that happen. Well, that'd be great. Or yeah. or work it yourselves. Like, you know, um, that would be yeah. the thing. Like if, talk with Deb. I don't I don't know if it would be financially feasible for you guys to all come out to, to Pittsburgh and play. I mean, there's about, you know, 300 people there, you know, at the venue. I just don't, I just don't know. Um, but yeah. uh, it'd be nice. We'll see what good. happens. We we got some uh, we have some uh, plans to do some things uh, possibly in Colorado and maybe the Midwest in March coming oh. next year DIY thing uh, Oklahoma City I think mm-hmm. um, we did one the first tour I did with those guys though in with Jag Panzer in 2018 was uh, we did four dates back east we did uh, uh, fuck I remember forget uh, we did uh, Massachusetts uh, shit. Where do we play? We played in uh, uh, we played in Worcester, Massachusetts. Then we played in uh, we played at uh, Sellersville. Hmm. Uh, at uh, we played in Sellersville, Pennsylvania. At the, okay. the I forget the uh, the name of the, the the venue, Sellersville something. But uh, uh, and then we played um, uh, St. Vitus in Brooklyn, and then oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. the Jewel in New Hampshire. So so I mean, who knows? You know, that would be cool. That would be cool. That'd be that'd be yeah, great. Be, um, awesome. Yeah, that that'll be that'll be awesome. Uh, what song do you most enjoy playing live? Yes. <laughs> nice. Okay. No, no, no. no. Uh, well, you know, I got to tell you, like one that I really enjoy playing is uh, "Harder Than Steel." I don't, you know, it's just a, it's just a killer speed, killer tempo. Everyone yeah. loves it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know uh, generally hostile is a good fast one, you know, um, but uh, I, I just like harder than steel just because I think just because of the fan reaction. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one I like to play a lot is Shadow Thief. Mm-hmm. Again, the fan reaction, because once we start right. playing it, like big years fly They're like ah, fuck. you know we're like yes. right right <laughs> yeah you get the reaction yeah, yeah you see it but wow. i enjoy um uh you know I, I enjoy different songs for different reasons i suppose uh i really like the i like the 
Far Beyond All Fear. It's not always on the song list, but I love that one because that's the first song that I had to learn uh, by the band. And so every that was like the first song on my CD because I would play this, the, 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 the disc, the tunes in my car always. Whenever I was driving mm-hmm. to and from work, wherever I was going, I'd have that disc in there just, you know. In fact, I'm so nerdy. I listen to like the same... Uh, well, actually, with Spotify, I've been branching off a little bit to listen to other wild things. But I mean, I, I primarily like when we did the Hallowed, when we recorded the Hallowed, that's that's all I was listening to, all the files on Dropbox and stuff. And then I was like, when it first got released, I can go, oh, now I can tell my car, play Stronger Than You Know by Jack Panther. <laughs> Woo! You know, yeah. Public right and everything. yeah. Anyway, what the fuck was I saying? Oh, yeah. OK, so Far Beyond All Fear was like the first one. And so that was like one of my favorite ones. And, and I love that solo. So that's a good one. I love to play that one. Um, Chain of Command is, I love that solo. I love playing that solo. It's just like its own little, like they're all their own little compositions in and of themselves. But that one, I just kind of like that one. Cause it just, it, it seems like it just, I don't know. It just takes me to a different place. I think, mm-hmm. I think that's a Chris, a Chris Koska solo. I think Mark said that he had some uh, hand in, 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 uh, dialing in that solo in the writing and so I, I really like the composition of that solo and i like playing it um let's see um boom, 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 boom. born of the flames a ripper i like born of the flame that's a fast one that's a joey one um uh we didn't play this one on too many tours but in 2019 we played uh fire of our spirit oh and that has like seven flipping solos in yeah it. Like two main like a half of a main one, and then like a big main one, and then like four other little ones. It's like it's like the, the Hangar Eighteen, Jag Panzer's Hangar yeah, Eighteen. Yeah. Oh, so I really yeah. like that one. Uh, and then uh, Black's a cool little solo. I like playing that one. Iron Eagle. When I first was, uh, you know, grabbed for the spot, I'm like, holy shit, balls! Oh my god, this minute, this is like a two minute solo, and it's a Chris Broderick solo. Oh my god, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. I, over time, I kind of dialed it in. I, I put my own little flair to it. I think I catch all, all of the key spots. Um, but I really, I really enjoyed playing the Iron Eagle solo. At first, yeah. it was like really nerve wracking, and I was always wondering if I was going to get that first hammer on right all the time, you know. Um, uh, in that vein, "Take to the Sky" is also a great solo. I mean, everyone sees yeah. that that hammer on thing, and it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, and I don't, I don't think I've nailed it perfect yet on, t- on tour. But- <laughs> But um, that's part of the live experience, though. You know, you don't expect perfection. You just want to. It's about the passion, you know. Right, right. And like I, I, I want to hear stronger than you know because I love those dive bombing solos and the well, screams. I was saving those for last. Yeah, I was saving those a couple for last. Now, uh, Bound and One has a nice rip, ripping, uh, nice ripping solo in it. So that's that's a. But I, I don't know why. I figured I, I kind of think that's an easy one for me. I don't know why. It's mine. Prey doesn't have a solo. Oh, Dark Descent. Shit. Mm. That's a that's a fun solo. That's a yeah. fast solo. That's a fast. That's that's cool. yeah, yeah, I just, I just, I just, I, this last tour, I just barely became comfortable with playing that one live. I had 10 shows to do it. So, you know, when I'm in practice now, it's like, you know, I, I feel that I'm much more relaxed playing it. But yeah, that's, that's a ball buster. Um, but Stronger Than You Know, that's, that's one of my favorite solos to play and songs to play because it took me a while to, to figure out you know how to play part of the rhythm and then where to stop doing that before i do my 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 squeals yeah. Mm-hmm. so yeah no that's an awesome one and that's a fast solo too the oh yeah, yeah. Starts with oh, yeah. Little... mark penned that part and then 
I was given free reign to come up with that next part. And so as, as the chords rise, I just did a nice little fast riff to fill up each part. In fact, I almost plugged in my guitar so I could be talking and playing this stuff at the same time. Oh, I that, would be, that would be awesome. <laughs> a solo. Yeah, well, yeah. A solo performance. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right? We got time. For chopping well, Montag. That's hey, right. You know. Yeah. We are special guests. We're going to run this in Dreadbull's face. Oh, guess what? Yeah, Ken played us some songs. Yeah, look what uh, you a out, private Fred. performance from Ken Redardi. Right. Yeah, thank you. Well, you know, I may or may not have already turned that shit on. It doesn't take that long. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, let's see. So, the, um, so, what guitar are you using? I'm using my carbon strat. This is mm. the one I recorded the hallowed with. Okay. All right. But this is the the Not hearing anything, Ken. Yeah, we lost your audio, Ken. Oh, I Ken, we oh, lost no. your audio. I think maybe it was loud, your but we lost your audio. We heard oh, none no. of that. Maybe maybe the yeah, microphone we, we was too hear. loud for the microphone. Maybe it shut off. Oh, maybe. let's see. Let me do this. Maybe we turn it down just a touch, and maybe we can pick oh. it up. Maybe. Nope. Nope, not yet. Balls. I don't know why that Damn is. It. Well, I mean, it comes on well. when you're talking. Yeah. yeah. Just, is it a microphone that detects voice uh, as opposed to other noise, other sound? I, well, I'm going through my phone. Oh. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. I do the same. So. Can you hear I that? No. Okay. Well, lesson uh, learned. Okay. Um, now we know. I was, I was prepared. Um, well, thank I'll you, though. You yeah. Well, my studio setup is, is, um, has a little to be desired uh, only because I run everything through my laptop, but I have it closed and I use two smart TVs for my monitors. Mm-hmm. And so okay. uh, that's why I'm using my phone. And I didn't know that I wasn't able to play flipping guitar at the same time. And that's really a bummer. So, yeah. um, so I will figure out how to do that. In fact, if I get a webcam and then I'm able to do zoom through there, then you'll have me back on and I'll just, I'll yes. just rip solos for you guys. Yeah. It'll just be Ken Rodardi solo night. We'll just sit yeah. back and just watch you play solos. Solo That'd be tour awesome. for Shop and Monte. Yeah. Don't worry, yeah. Shop. I'll, I'll get to hear all the solos in a couple of days. So, I, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Well, that is, that I'm is, jealous. That is, in fact, terrible. So I did not know that that was going to happen. But uh, so back to where we were, um, uh, and I'll just have to describe it verbally. But you guys, you guys have heard the album so many times, and your review was you know, you, you know what solos I'm talking about. Yeah. So maybe the rest of whoever's listening to this, if you don't have the hallowed, go get it. So, you know yes. what the hell we're talking about. Exactly. Don't think but, about uh, it. Buy it. But, uh, That's right. yeah. Buy so two. If you just, yes. <laughs> if, if you just tuned in, we were just talking about what solos I like to play. And we went through all of the ones that are on the list so far. And, and some that weren't on the list, um, like, uh, 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 Scarlet Letter, because that's a really fun. Oh one yeah, to play yeah, live. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, um, and then uh, Fate's Triumph is one that I learned, and it was on the list for this most recent tour. But we just never the time constraints or something. It was always that was the one that we always just took off, and we actually never played it live. So I learned it for nothing. <laughs> but anyway, 
no, it was, it was fun to learn. It's always fun to learn because learning's fun. But anyway, right. so stronger than you know um, is a ripper, and I love yes. playing that live. And and uh, again, it's one that I was off the album that I'm on, so it's like I'm not trying to do anything like anyone else. It's just me, right? So that makes it even more exciting, more special. Um, we did play Edge of a Knife, oh, and if nice. you remember that solo, uh, it's basically just a da 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 pulse underneath, mm-hmm. and it's got that that sine wave that's just going mm-hmm. so uh yeah. the intro of that song is the sine wave with all the special effects and and the uh the the morse code in the beginning and so when we got to that solo part i thought well it'd be cool if i just do this it's musically tactical sex tuplets but it's that's the six six notes in a row over and over and over again and so i would just i climbed it Every time in in the D minor scale, I went to the and I just I just like you know what I'll just do it the whole flipping way from one end to the other. So when you hear that solo, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it, as every time it goes, every every time the chord changes, I just go up with it, up 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 seven times until I finally hit that highest note. So that one was a fun one to play, uh, and then. Um, getting to the to the one that my is like my most favorite one just not that it's it's just the one that when i came when i put it on the album when i was writing it for the album and i don't know how much you want to go into detail on this but this is one that when i heard the song with the exception of the very beginning of the solo i kind of had it from where it started to the end almost immediately it just i i I had um in fact, before before I had all this this uh, this this setup, I had just barely started making my studio into this modern age. So I was using my laptop, but I was sending Mark videos of me playing along to the tunes, you know, at first. Mm-hmm. And then before I got the software up and loaded and he was emailing me the tracks, I could just download the full rhythm tracks into my software here and then play along with them. But anyway, that's one of the ones that was just right off the bat, like I knew kind of exactly how it was going to go. And so Onward We Toil is happens to be one of my favorite solos to play. Nice. I think it just, I, I think like, I like, um, like uh, Chain of Command, you know, you got the song Chain of Command. It's, you know, all about the military and it's got the chance in it and everything. But then when it goes to the solo, it just all of a sudden takes you on its own little journey, you know, for Chain of Command. Hey, And then uh, so in Onward We Toil, I feel that that in, in a similar way, you have the whole song of Onward We Toil. We're toiling, we're marching. It's a kind of like. But then all of a sudden when it gets to that. Like just before the solo, that little preamble, if you will. Then when it kicks in with the the full beat again, I think that solo just kind of takes you on its own little journey. Similarly to as Chain of the Command took you on its own little journey. Journey. So that's I love that solo. That's so that was one of my favorite ones to play. Also, nice. Now, now, Ken, I'm going to switch gears a little bit on you, but I believe in the first interview with the entire band, you said you are an avid horror fan. You like horror, horror movies? Yeah, you know that I, um, I, I, I do. I, I, I'm not like totally super into it. I mean, the things that I, I watched. Um, have you ever, um, uh, 
Greg and Dana, uh, the the paranormal investigators, Kirkland, uh, they they had a movie out called Hellier a couple of years oh, yeah. ago. Yeah, and so I just watched the new one by them uh, called uh, uh, The Unbinding just last night. So to answer, oh, okay. I was. I mean, I still am. I just I don't. How do I say this? There hasn't been like a new movie in the horror genre that really knocked me off my my feet any as of late. You know, that's a good when point. I, I, I love Halloween. Uh, I like The Fog. Uh, mm. I didn't really care too much for the Friday the Thirteenth movies or 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 um, uh, Elm Street. Kruger, the what's that? Yeah, Dream Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. No, um, you know, I really got into the gory ones, if you know, when I was younger and stuff. But I I don't, I don't really watch a lot of them. Um, I I don't really watch a lot of movies anymore. Period. uh, To to be fair, but the the horror genre. You're a very busy man. Horror genre was my was my favorite genre. I mean, I I didn't like comedies more than horror. I didn't like dramas more than horror. I didn't like spy movies more than horror. Horror movies was was my forte. So I mean, I guess you could say yes, but again, I just haven't. I, the last no, don't really knock your socks off, you know. Yeah, quite a while. The last yeah. horror movie I watched was Cobweb. That just came out. I don't know oh, if you I've heard of it. Yeah, I've watched some on, on Prime, a trailer of it, and I'm like, eh, it seems kind of interesting. Was yeah, it good? It was. It seemed like it was going to be kind of cookie cutter, like yeah. But I mean, it was entertaining. It kept me, you know, it wasn't just like, oh fuck, I know everything that's going to happen, kind of, you know. Right. But uh, no, okay. I've, I, you know, if you start citing off some ones like you guys were on the last interview, you know, I've seen like most of all of them. But yeah, ho- horror was my was my was my deal. Well, I like the, Montag, the Exorcist is the scariest film of all time. We yeah, we I, both I watched just like that. We got to watch that together. We can't watch it alone. Type thing. <laughs> well, the first one's kind of out. I don't really remember quite a bit of. Uh, the second one, I think that's when they were part going to Africa a little bit or whatever. But The Exorcist Three was really cool, really good. Yeah, you yeah. Remember Exorcist? Oh, I love yeah, Exorcist George Three. When the guy was like yeah. all this. You know, yeah, I saw that in the theater, and it's that yeah. long hot shot of the hall. It just sits there, stationary camera. The nurse is going back and forth, and then there's that scene where the the camera zooms in, and and I sat back in a seat like, oh fuck, oh you know, because I couldn't sit back far enough. Yeah, that yeah. that that movie is just fantastic. You know, and Brad yes. Dorf is just amazing. Um, you know, and, and I just I just I love the cast, you know, so it's, it's a great That's cast. George Jason Miller's fantastic, that, right? you know. George C. Scott. George you know. C. Scott. Now I the, the 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 thing that sticks out to me is when George C. Scott would go in and interview the guy, I forget his name, but he's the possessed guy. The Gemini, yeah, Brad Dorf. Yeah, 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 and all, yeah. He all I remember, and I'm gonna fuck it up, but he's just good. Yes, I'm afraid. He would always say but yes, I'm afraid, you know, he was, he was, uh, God, I wish I knew some of the, I remember some of the lines in there because they just like really yeah. tripped me out. Uh, Cause he was like trying to, George C. Scott was trying to figure out how these old people are like getting out and killing people, you know, and he, yeah. was, the guy that was just sitting in there. It's like, Oh yes, we drained all our blood. I'm afraid <laughs> or whatever it was. You know? <laughs> it was just like this kind of there tongue. Are a few thing. drops <laughs> left over for it. It's not yeah. perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But pearls yeah, before would... swine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah his, 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 his performance is just brilliant. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, yeah. That was, and plus, I, I, I got so old, and I work in a law office, and my brain's every all over the place, you know. But you know, I, when I, my dad will still tell you. That you know, he saw me in, in uh, 
in a room reading the Amityville horror book and my hair is like standing straight up. Yeah. You know? But we oh, went yeah. to that movie when it came out. And I'm sure there's some I'm missing. I mean, the thing for the time and place with Kurt Russell had some some serious cool special effects. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, for the time, it was before CGI and everything. Yeah, I you prefer know, practical I really like effects. Them. I think they're better, you know. We're we're you actually going to be I doing like a slugfest where we compare the thing and an alien. We think two it of the best horror the films film. of all time. Yeah. I got to tell you, Prometheus. See, I am like on the uh, on the fence with the horror, but I liked a lot of sci-fi and and in fact, Prometheus happens to be one of my favorite movies. Oh, fantastic that's, film! Yeah, that's a prequel, yeah. obviously mm-hmm. chronologically after Alien, but you know, yeah, it's posted. a good movie. It's done well, and it looks yeah. good. Yeah. It's, and yeah, I saw that in the theater with some friends, and um, yeah, I, I thought it's on. I'll watch it. I, I just really like that movie. I Alien Covenant, yeah. I thought was garbage, um, but yeah, but Prometheus like was great. As as, yeah, I didn't like that one as much as Prometheus either because it just yeah. it had this weird tangent as to how all those people were on that planet and then david was like there was two of them one was the the robot but one was already there kind of and yeah the only reason i'm so familiar with this stuff recently is as i watched uh a week ago i watched the making of prometheus like a two and a half three hour thing on on youtube i was just watching really cool no good reason but yeah that that was a prometheus is an awesome movie and alien covenant um, had a lot of effects in it and stuff but the story didn't grab you like prometheus it was confusing as well. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. a very good story. What's so. some other good uh, science fiction-y horror movies? You know, I just, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Event Alien Horizon is, is a really good one. Event Horizon is great with Sam Neill. Um, yeah. That's got a creepy, creepy vibe. Yeah. Yeah, that's really fun. Yeah. It's like Hellraiser creepy. in space. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, watched, just, I watched, you know, I watched Hellraiser 1, 2, and 3. So, I mean, that, mm-hmm. that goes back to my horror history. Uh, I think they mm-hmm. made like what eight of them or something. I mean, I, I didn't oh, watch the doctor. And, garbage. <laughs> uh, what was the first one? We want to taste the pleasure of your flesh for eternity. <laughs> yeah, Kirsty. Yeah. Okay, then uh, and then the yeah, third yeah. one, doctor. They had that creepy like octopus thing on his head, and he would just like get. Oh, that was that they would too. Yeah, him around the, the labyrinth and stuff, and he would talk, and he'd be like, <laughs> something like. <laughs> That's it. Yep. But, so, nice. Yeah. So yeah, my I, I got my Hellraiser history, but yeah, like the fourth, fifth one, and sixth one. You know, they started. I think I watched part yeah. of the fourth or fifth one. They like it, it all had to do with like a nightclub and strippers and stuff like that. I just yeah, I, I watched the first three, but I just I, I couldn't hold on to anything after that. Yeah, there's only no. so many sequels. They you know after a while they just gotta learn to let it go. If Frozen right? has taught me one thing, it's to let it go. Yeah, no. right, right, Rob. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? No. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, I would like to switch uh, gears um, a little bit. We, we've got a segment we call one-offs. These are questions that could be uh, just about any any topic at all. So we, we cover yeah. all kinds of uh, of a variety of things. Um, we did this last time. So I oh, did we do the to- one-offs? Well, I might have different answers today. Okay. Um, I, I think I was going to say, well, we might have different questions. So, um, That's okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. What, what movie have you seen over 20 times? Prometheus. All right. Did I ask you who your favorite cartoon character was? You did not, but I think it's a toss up between Spider Man and Speedy Gonzalez. Oh, nice. Excellent. Um, and Secret Squirrel. Oh, yeah, nice. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Which celebrity would you most like to have a drink with? Um. Well, I, Dave Grohl. Nice. Um, do you have any hobbies aside from music? Do you have any hobbies? And if so, what are they? Uh, I, I don't, I'm, 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 I'm sadly just a guitar player and, and that's it really. I mean, I enjoy like revamping the acre I live on. Um, you know, I don't think landscaping is a hobbyist. <laughs> hey, why not? You know, no, I, I, I used to be, I used to do a lot more art kind of stuff or whatever, but no, I, I think, uh, I think, uh, playing guitar is it. Okay. Um, what's your favorite book? Uh, the I Ching. Mm, mm-hmm. Nice. Mm. And looking back on your career, what is your biggest regret, if any? That I didn't learn the diatonic scales sooner than I did. All right. I don't know. I, I learned one scale when I was learning, to, when I took guitar class. I learned one yeah. scale and I'm like, that's. I, I can't, I don't know the notes. I can't do that. I know the chords, <laughs> but I look at the key, I look at the fretboard. I'm like, it's like looking at a piano. I'm like, I don't know where the hell I'm at. I'm just, well, play. I'll just be a rhythm guitarist. That's fine. I, I play by ear a lot. So that's how I learned it, Ken. And, and that's uh, part of the problem. Job, right? part of, <laughs> I, well, I need to educate not, myself with, you know, the scales and stuff. The proper, We, we should be able to hear this, I hope. Yeah, this is, this is an acoustic guitar. So, yes, right? there we go. Okay. So, uh, to answer your question, um, you know, when, anybody that plays guitar um, will know that there's a, a pentatonic scale. And that's kind of the first one you learn to, to kind of play rock. And so it's like. E, F, G, A, B, F. Yeah. Oh. And so there's five of those patterns that go together. Anyway, I don't have them memorized, see, but. Um, I had they I'd have to I'm, I'm I'm under the gun, but there's five of those that fit together, and so I knew like the first one, the third one, and the fifth one, and I still have problems with the second and fourth one just catching it. But I know what they are. I just have to play slower. But I usually just run through the first one and then slide through the second one, go to the third one, and depending on what key they are, you know, they're in different places on the neck. So the diatonic sure. ones are like this. <laughs> so there's seven of those that fit together and so those are the ones i'm referring to i wish i'd learned all seven of those um a lot sooner than i did because knowing those helped me to be able to play the leads that joey and chris broderick and chris Coskett all all play and so you know i i just just before the time that I was asked to uh, to play for the first time in Jag Panzer on tour, I had been I had I had gone from learning the five pentatonic patterns and then was um, doing my best to memorize those seven diatonic patterns because once you know those the modes playing in modes start to make sense and the, that the modes are always like this clandestine thing of oh my god you know no modes how you're playing in the lydian mode fuck are you steve i you know but all it means is playing all all the modes are is like you take the diatonic scale 
because if you play it in one spot, for example, if I'm playing it here, I didn't know this was going to be a guitar lesson. Did you? Okay. Anyway. No, it's great. <laughs> so the G note, I was like, <laughs> so if you play this pattern in a different place, well, I can't explain the modes in two seconds, but once you know all these seven interlocking notes, then you can play in any key anywhere on the neck to play the modes you just you just the easiest way is that you just pretend a different note in the scale is the root note mm. uh, that's that's the easiest way but it, it takes a lot of time to go through and understand what that means um for Worse, example yeah. I'm, I'm playing that first note is like okay that's the main note mm -hmm. that's what makes that's sense. your root yeah I play this. See how it doesn't sound like a major scale now? Mm -hmm. It doesn't sound like it sounds. Like... So that's that's how the modes work. In other words, if I'm playing in G and I do play G major, um, then I go. See, it's just, it's just, you just, were... anyway, you just, you just, <laughs> you just pretend, you just pretend that uh, the root note, uh, there's a pattern a good job. of Poland. Yeah, there's a Poland, there's yeah. a pattern of Poland half notes that, that, that determine the way the scale is going to sound. So if I go, then that's Ionian or it sounds major. If yeah. I do it this way, then that's called Dorian. If I do it this way, that's called Phrygian. If I do it this way, that's called Mixolydian. You know, so yeah. Anyway, yeah. Try to put that away. Well, it's time. It's time to uh, learn guitar now, with Ken. Now Minardi. I'm going to put down my guitar, Ken. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, so thank you. Never thank you, Ken. I've been yeah. I've been you. asking Chop to put his guitar down for about thirty years. <laughs> Um, thank you, thank you for finally well, doing it. Anyway, so that's, that's cool, the track, is that I didn't start learning that shit a lot sooner than I did, and and I was on a path trying to, and I and I I, I can probably you know if I could probably sit and explain it. I think I kind of touched on it a little bit. You could tell the different flavors of each scale, yeah, you know. But I mean, there there's something to sure. it. It's like it's like really weird. Um, you know, they're all fit together. And then you just kind of slide them up or down depending on what kind of flavor you want. That's that's yeah. the modes. And and it, so there's like a there's three things going on. You got to remember the seven things, the, the the seven styles, and then you got to remember what the names of each of those patterns are. And then you got to remember whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so it's, it's that's a it's, lot. It's hard to explain. It's it's easy, but it takes a lot of time to explain it if you don't know what the hell it is. That's what the modes are. That so, sounds like me. Yeah, our our heads will explode. We can't hold that much now. Yeah, I when <laughs> I I learned I learned one scale, and then I thought I'm going to be a Paul Stanley on Ace Freely. You know, I'm just going to play rhythm and I'll just play chords <laughs> and that's fine. You know, I'll right. pretend to yeah. play a solo and I'll do some hammer ons and sure it's quite beautiful. Yeah. But you know, I like, well, nah, that's fine. Yeah. So to be fair, um, you know, uh, I'm still, you know, anyone that tells you that, that they know everything is full of shit, you know. So I mean, I, I I'm still mm -hmm. learning stuff. 
like that. I mean, you can learn all those seven patterns that I'm talking about, but then there's one called the harmonic minor, which is the same one, but every fifth note is sharp. And so that changes the pattern all over, you know, so that's one thing you can learn. If I, you know, I, I, I got a, my Pinterest, you know, like, you know, I, it's Pinterest is like for, you know, girls that collect handbooks and this, that, you know, my Pinterest is all just guitar scales, you know? Nice. So I just, I sit around and just kind of dick around with those all the time. In fact, I, let's see. Oh, I closed it up. But anyway, okay. well, but what's, yeah, your, so, what's your favorite chord? Uh, my favorite chord. I think it's got to be the E. I don't play it anymore, but I think it's got to be the, uh, the, I don't even know the name of it. It's the, it's the, the purple haze chord. Hmm. Oh, it, lo it we locked out. We can't that hear one. it now. It, no more audio. I don't know, but I know the song because I've heard it, but I don't know the chord. Yeah. That's, yeah. But then I also like this chord from the, uh, Chili Peppers. Oh yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I'm an E minor guy. I like E minor, but yeah, uh, yeah. you know, because you can play some uh, you know music for a western on there. You know, just yeah, yeah. Play, well, know, favorite... that e, little E minor, and then like you know F minor, and you know, yeah. yeah. Well, my favorite chord's got to be E for the for that reason because you can just play up and down the neck. E like C is the main chord for a piano, mm -hmm. so E is the main chord for a guitar. Yeah, unless you have a seven string so then b b would be your <laughs> main one so but anyway all right this is great, yeah, this that's, is great. that's too hard that's like saying what's uh well i guess you can't say, what's your favorite ice cream yeah favorite well, ice cream that's well, easier but, to answer than uh favorite course good because we're going to oh. ask you that in, in about two minutes um, okay we, we got some we got some hypothetical situations that we'd like to go through i don't think we had a chance to do this oh. on our i our apologize big can i had to step away oh, for a minute I apologize. So I'm back. Oh, we didn't know you were gone, Chop. It was pleasant. It was pleasant night. Oh, it was nice. So. This guy <laughs> thinks, I think he's a talent. I'm the talent of the show. Uh, um, okay, Ken. First <laughs> hypothetical. You're on a desert island. What five bands' discographies do you want with you? Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, well, I'm going to say Mastodon because they're a new, they're new for me. They've been around forever. And I yeah. like new Curl of the Burl. Dude, it's and great. I like, like, I like Steam Breather. I like Steam Breather mm -hmm. because I saw, uh, I saw this uh, drum video to where it's on a drum YouTube thing and there's this girl named Domino. And so they played Steam Breather to her without the drum audio it's it's a it's a show to where they uh play the song without drum tracks to a drummer just to see what they would do to it so that's how i discovered steam breather but anyway i was like man these guys are really good so for that reason because i like the songs that i do and i don't have a lot of uh, experience with all their albums i'd be on that desert island and i would listen to all their shit to and from back and forth so uh mastodon um stone temple pilots I got a place in my heart for Stone Temple Pilots. Um, I would just say Ginger only because they're like new for me now. So then I would be able to go through and hear all their stuff. I mean, I've been um, listening to them. I haven't heard all their albums back and forth either. 
Um, let's see. I know what you're asking for, like, you know, your favorites. Um, oh, just, I mean, hey, is whatever ones you want to pick. I mean, sometimes yep. new music is, is what you need. You know, yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Injection. Dag Panzer. So that's four. Yep. And then, um, oh, um, maybe Soundgarden. All right. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. If you very could, eclectic. I like your yeah, your choices are great. Cool, Ken. Yeah. If you could cover an entire album and play it live, which album would it be? UFO, no place to run. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. Good one. Nice. What's the that's, thing? That's a great album. Oh, sorry. I love that teenager. And you know, I had before I could actually play and and even be in a band or whatever, I thought that would be really cool to even play just the first couple of songs. And I just love that whole album. I know it's dated, but the, the songs are just so really good on that album. I like it, you know. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. UFO is great anyways. Mm -hmm. yeah. What's the thing you love most about being in a famous band? That I have four dudes that I can call my compatriots and travel around the world or yeah around the world with and 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 enjoy the experience nice what's the thing you love least about being in a famous band that we don't play enough uh, i'll fair? second that yeah hey yes. the cleveland area the cleveland area cleveland. needs you oh, yeah. Cleveland. Yeah. well yeah we want <laughs> no i mean i i guess that's a that's a reasonable response i know i'm kind of being funny but you know it's like, okay, you remember the band now. I mean, not not that I was or wasn't. I mean, I, I guess there's more uh more accolades, you know. I mean, I'm I'm wherever the band's membership is, there's my name, you know. So that's obviously very awesome. And 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 it stands to reason that yes, I am in the band and I'm on the new album. So that all notwithstanding, um uh it would be great if we were in a position to where we were able to do like a huge or not huge, but at least a pretty good size U S tour or, or yeah. longer uh, European. Like a three month, three, four month tour. Oh. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. And yeah. be kind of well, consistent. Yeah. I, I so yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's not a bad thing, but I mean, I, 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 I don't know if that's a selfish thing. I, I think it's just, um, I think it's, yeah, I just, I wish we could, I wish we could do more stuff as Jag Panzer. Mm -hmm. I guess the it's pleasure just, of being in a band is playing live. I mean, recording yeah, yeah. is great. It's nice to hear your stuff recording, but there's nothing like being in front of people playing your music. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to switch games. This one, I don't think we played. Uh, maybe. I, I don't think so. This one's called Blast Beats. Did we play this with you last time? Okay. It sounds familiar, but go ahead. I have to answer something. The first thing off the top of my head. Oh, right? yeah. Maybe we already played it. See, oh, we played that. I had it. I usually Come highlight on, my questions tag. and I and I color them a different font color so I know what we did and what we didn't do and I didn't see blast beats. And okay. I thought well, maybe maybe we didn't but we 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 could go and if if we did play it just let me know we can move on. It's okay. Um hot dog or hamburger? Hamburger. Favorite pizza topping? Pepperoni. Paperback or Kindle? Ooh, paperback. Favorite streaming service? Spotify. PC or Apple? 
uh, Apple. Favorite holiday? Um, Halloween. And here's the one that we were going to talk a few minutes ago. I told you about favorite ice cream flavor. Uh, daiquiri ice. Oh. Dog or cat? Yes. <laughs> Marvel or DC? <laughs> Marvel. Star Trek or Star Wars? Uh, Star Trek. Dracula or Frankenstein? Dracula. Bigfoot or Loch Ness Monster? Bigfoot. How do you like your steak cooked? Uh, between medium and medium well. Favorite movie snack? Uh, peanut butter Snickers. Favorite sport? Hockey. Favorite subject in school? English. Least favorite subject in school? Math. Favorite board game? Ooh. Oh, I haven't played a game in forever. Um, Sorry was a good one. Yeah. Uh, Spielberg or Tarantino? Neither. <laughs> favorite Christmas gift? Uh, presence of my loved ones. Your celebrity crush? Uh, well, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I used to have so many in teenage years, like Cheryl Ladd, Cheryl Tees, Farrah Fawcett. Oh. I don't know. I don't really, I don't really have a celebrity crush. I could say, okay. I mean, I, I say Tatiana from Ginger, but I'm just more fascinated about her as, as a singer. And I mean, she's just a normal person, you know, I don't really have any you know, ideas like, oh, one day I'm going to, you know, you know, yeah. I, I don't know. Really. Yeah. She's, she's going to have the hots for me. Right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> doesn't even know step in line, Ken. Get behind yeah, right. the line, Ted. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. I mean, it's just, I mean, I, I my two favorite actresses, I would say, would it'd be Kate Bess Beckinsale and uh, Scarlett uh, Johansson, maybe. Nice. Okay. Does that qualify? Yeah, right. it's all good. And our last um, last B question: Your favorite line or favorite scene from this is Spinal Tap. Oh, we did this. Did we? Okay. This one we did because I remember Nigel. Nigel, he, he goes backstage. Nigel, what's wrong? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what Nigel. What we? It's it's it, what is it? Sound check your guitar. Or what is it? No, no, no. It's it's this it's this this food backstage. We have this this meat and it's like it doesn't fit on the bread and the bread you just have to keep folding it you know i keep folding it and then you end up with <laughs> this and i don't want this i want yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk to some i'm a professional i'll rise above it <laughs> got tiny bread reminds you of all your all your craft services oh. right that's your show yeah, <laughs> arty fuffkin just, <laughs> just, like, just kick my ass I don't know. Just yeah. I don't know what happened. Just kick. Can you just kick my ass? Yeah. yeah, right here, right here. Just go seriously. Kick my ass. <laughs> body fucking. Yeah. Body fucking. That that thing was chock full of fucking great stuff. Oh, oh yeah, right. yeah. You don't even, you Christopher Guest. Christopher Guest at his best. I mean, I love the Guestian comedies, but the, that one and yeah. Waiting for Guffman, Best in Show. Uh, you know, Mighty <laughs> Wind. You know, yeah, yeah. So so good. Um, did did we do the hot seat game? Uh, let's find. Uh, this out. is where I name a band, and I want you to tell me your favorite album by that band. 
We did not do this. All right, here we go. This one's called The Hot Seat because it tends to make people squirm because sometimes they don't like a band. They don't know the name of the album and they're like, oh, they feel, oh, I should know the name of the band. So um, this is The Hot Seat. Uh, Black Sabbath. Heaven and Hell. Judas Priest. Screaming for Vengeance. Halloween. Don't know. The Beatles. Yeah. Meet the Beatles? Uh, nah. I, I don't know. Uh, meet the Beatles. Okay. Rush. 2112. Opeth. Don't know. Iron Maiden. Number of the Beast. Testament. Don't know. Queensryche. The Warning. Anthrax. Oh, Among the Living. Megadeth. Uh, the one with Hangar 18 on it. Rust in Peace. Great album. There you go. Yeah. Um, Alice in Chains. Facelift Dirt. <laughs> All dirt. right. Dirt. Uh, one, King, two, one. King Diamond. Them. Dio. Last and la- uh, no, no. The first one, Dio. Holy uh, Diver. Holy Diver. Yeah. Yeah. We just did a uh, slugfest where we compared <laughs> Holy Diver and uh, The Last in Line. And uh, sometimes if you want to come back on, Slugfest is really where we compare track by track, like a boxing match. Track one oh. against track one, track two, track two. We work our way through both albums. And at the end, we see who the victorious album is. Track uh, One track at a time. It's, yeah, uh, pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty fun. I okay. didn't realize. Oh, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, no. You didn't realize what? I didn't realize, you know, Dio is, you know, he had his heyday, hayer day, um, you know, right after uh, uh, Holy Diver and then Last in Line, because I remember he came to Phoenix, Arizona, probably about like, I don't know, I want to say like four times within like a few years. And, and then he had the dragon and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, Sacred Heart Tour, so, yeah. But what, I didn't, what I'm getting to is that I didn't realize, you know, when, when Nirvana happened and everything, you know, he didn't disappear. He was still going on and shit. And I never knew that Jeff Pilsen was in Dio for a while. The mm-hmm. guy from Doc. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that yeah. was so when you started talking about Dio, I just I remember, oh yeah. My favorite Dio song is This Is Your Life. That's oh. an excellent song. Since okay. we're talking yeah. Yeah. It, no no guitar in it, no Vivian right. Campbell, Rowan Robertson, yeah. no Craig Boldy. RJD, man. Yeah. That's just, that hits you in the feels, man. I love that song. Yeah, nice. Absolutely. Nice. We got um, on the, yeah. Yeah, that's a great song. No, I get it. I mean his voice is one I, I sorely miss, you know, one of my, yeah. one of my favorite singers. And yeah. it's just, yeah, I still miss it's just so time. powerful. It, you know, it's just, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, just a few more in the, uh, the hot seat here. Uh, Motorhead. Uh, I don't know any different ones. Okay. Slayer. I don't know any different ones. Kiss. That was, now that was my first favorite band when I was 10 years old. My first album that I ever got. <laughs> <laughs> was kiss alive so i'll go with that one all right and the last one jag panzer the hallowed nice all right 
Um, this game is called Name That Festival. Did we do? I don't think we did this one. Um, Jag Panzer is playing a festival with two other artists. I'm going to spin the Wheel of Mystery to find these two other artists, and then I'd like you to name the festival that you're all playing at. You're going to come up with the name. So I'm okay. going to share my screen. We are all going to see the Wheel of Mystery. Montag's Wheel of Mystery. Here we go. Yeah, That's right. Can you see the Wheel of Mystery, Ken? I see the Wheel of Mystery. Yes. I, I am mystified. Yes, I'm going to spin <laughs> the Wheel of Mystery. So Jag Panzer and... Now, there's anybody here from Britney Spears Slayer. So anybody. Oh, oh, almost Britney Spears. Oh, it looks like Abba. Nice. Abba. Very <laughs> good. Okay. So we Jag Panzer and Abba. Abba. And who else could it be? Ooh, maybe Taylor Swift. Oh, it looks like Wham. Wham. Make it big. Okay. So we have Wham and Abba. And Jagpans are, are all playing the same <laughs> festival. Ken, what's the name of that festival? Wow. Uh, the I can't believe it's not Butter Festival. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no. That's yeah. a good Right. Which yeah, one of these thick. is not like the others? Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was trying to. That was a good one. To, like something sensible, like the mama, the mama, mama Mia Wham Panzer. Yeah. <laughs> mama Mia Wham Panzer Extravaganza. Wham Panzer. You've got to have a Wham Panzer shirt. Yeah, the Mama Mia Wham Panzer Extravaganza Festival. You've got to, you got to sell Wham Panzer shirts, man. That is awesome. That is great. Yep. That's great. Wake um, me up before you go, go. That's right. <laughs> We're stronger than you go. Um, okay. <laughs> this, we're we're going to wrap things up here soon here. Um, this is about fandom, Ken. We are all fans of other artists. So what is your face, uh, favorite piece of memorabilia that you've gotten from another artist? Oh, yeah. We did this with the uh, all the guys. Um, yeah, but... where, where was I? I wasn't marking these down. You gotta check your notes, man. This is really I know, man. I know. I've. Oof. Hey, I had COVID a few weeks ago. I'm just gonna blame COVID. Come on, man. I got COVID brain. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, use you know, excuse. My favorite. One of my favorite ones that I told you guys. I got a few, but one of my favorite ones was uh, I saw Chris Cornell on his uh, Euphoria morning tour, and I got the song right. list. I don't know where the flip it is, but that's my honorable mention. But here's yeah. here's the song list from my first jag panzer ever tour oh nice okay oh, wow really and cool like, far beyond all fear was like the first song that we did so that was like why it was one of my favorite ones to play but i got it uh signed by everybody so yeah that's 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 my uh those are my two probably an honorable mention is uh um my my better half and her twin sister her twin sister has a friend that I met out in Chicago. She passed away. Her name's Claire. And uh, when I met her, she said, Ken, here, you have to have this horn. So now I have my horn and I can toot it too. So nice. <laughs> there so we go. It's, but it's my own horn. I can toot it. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Cool, bro. 
Do you have any questions for us that we can answer? We've never we've never offered anyone else to ask us questions. Yeah, yeah. let's open the floor it. up. Yeah. Well, no, how, long been, <laughs> how long have you guys been doing the heavy metal horror podcast? Over two years. About two and a half years. Yeah. And who's who yeah. of the three? Who, who whose idea was it? Mine. Well, I, yeah, I was doing another podcast well, um, called Unseen Radio. I still do. And I was on the final episode of Heavy Metal Horror because I blew it up. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> and and, and Montag had a conversation. Well, we sorry, were doing Monte, a game night me. during COVID. You know, online game night, and 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 Dreadbull and Chop and and I were talking afterwards, and and Chop was saying, you know, how he really kind of liked the fact that I was doing this other podcast, and it would be really cool if we could we could do something together too. And I'm like. But yeah, that sounds great. And and Dread was right there. And I'm like, yeah, well, what do you want to do? Let's let's the three of us do it. And we all like metal and Chop and I love horror. And I, I just came up with the name. How about no, it was, a, it was I think it was Bloodletter, our friend Bloodletter. Bloodletter um, came up with the name, with the name yeah. Heavy Metal Horror. I'm like, that's perfect. Cool. That that that's perfect. And you know, we just started by like going through like band like top to bottom, like I forget we called bottoms up where we took a band and we ranked their albums from the very worst to the very you know, top. And then yeah. just kind of doing, started, you know, talking about horror movies. And then it, it, our first interview was during COVID. It was Carl Sanders from Nile was doing guitar lessons online. And I re- reached out to him and I said, Hey, if we bought like an hour of your time, would you come on our podcast? And he's like, Oh yeah, sure. And I'm like, dude, fuck. We, we, we got Carl Sanders. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And then once we did that, we're like, who else can we get? And then it just kind of started yeah, snowballing. Eric Wagner. Yeah, it Ralph just started snowballing. Yeah. Just, it just, just reaching out, cold contacting, really, Ken. And yeah. Just, and then um, making connections with Metal Blade. Yeah, Nikki Law at Metal yeah. Blade got us, you know, you know, was reaching out to people for us. And it just kind of like word of mouth spread. And then our one of the, the guys who was with us, Vic uh, Wildcard, he, he's been playing in a lot of bands for a long time. He knows connections. He he knows everybody in the underground metal business yeah, you know, community. Scheduled like our first year, like every yeah, show. Yeah, he got he us about, about 30, 30 years, so uh, 35 interviews with all these underground metal acts. Nice. And it just it just kind of exploded from here, you know? There you yeah. go. So, yeah, two and a half years. And we were doing it like every other Sunday. Like Monsane Radio is every other Sunday. Um. But it just got to the point where it was just too, too much. And we decided to cut back. We took a break uh, after about a year and a half. We we took about two months off. And we came back and said, let's just do one Sunday a month. We record two episodes. And we just do them like every other week. And then that way we have a weekend that's free, you know, for ourselves. And, you know, everybody right. has, has families and other lives. So, but yeah, yeah, I mean, we love doing it because we get to spend time with people like you and just get to mm-hmm. hang out. And, you know, we're, we've been friends for, for you know, Chop and I've been friends for 35 years, and Dreadbull and 45. Yeah. You know, so it's just longtime friends who get to like hang out and have fun. You know, right. well, that's that's awesome how it all came together. It's just a a melding of everything that's favorite with favorite people, and and then it gets it enables people like myself to be able to get drawn into that as well. Yeah, well, we Absolutely. appreciate we appreciate, we appreciate the time it. that you yeah. you give us and and your guys' support. I mean, when we first talked with Mark. It was just, a, you know, I was so surprised when he wrote back, like, I had a great time. I'm like, I'm like, dude, Mark, Mark, Mark wants to come back on our show. Can you fucking believe that? That's just, that really? <laughs> well, you know, 
And uh, he's like, yeah, it was a great show. I'm like, oh, okay. And it was just it's so real that we've, we maintain these relationships like with you guys now and, and other bands and Sorcerer and so many other artists that we've met that we continue to, to talk to and have yeah, relations I mean, with. It's just amazing. Yeah, Sorcerer played at, uh, I was just uh, going to bring up uh, this, uh, this show at uh, Blades of Steel uh, that you're going to miss, Chop, but whatever. But uh, Yeah, <laughs> but, sucks uh, to be you, Chop. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> Damn it. Our, our last U.S. appearance was uh, September 7th, 2019 at Prague Power. And when he brought up Sorcerer, that's why I remembered it, because I met the bass player, Justin. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I got a picture of me, him, and Rickard at the catering place. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, Justin's awesome. Oh, Justin is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Have you heard the single, the new single for their new album? I have not. And don't oh, it's tell on. Me. Oh but, yeah, it's on now, YouTube. Oh, I won't yeah. say a word. I nope. saw it on Facebook actually that they they have a new release. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as soon as we get done here, I'm going to play it. Yes, it's called mm-hmm. Morning Star. Um, the new album is called Reign of the Reaper. It comes out October 27th, and um, nice. we're we we're going to be doing a live reaction to the album. We're getting an advanced mm-hmm. copy, and as then uh, yeah, and then the whole yeah. band's going to be on just like um, with you. We've they've been on a couple times. Oh and, nice. And then um, they wanted to, I arranged them because we just talked with Nibs Carter from Saxon. And so I was talking with Justin and like, they wanted to meet Nibs. I'm like, so I was like, okay, I talked with Nibs. I said, Hey, would you mind coming back on? Cause there's a couple guys from Sorcerer who want to meet you. And he's like, Oh yeah, no problem. And so I was like, I got the, I got the five families together, you know? So <laughs> here I am, I got Nibs Carter and then, and then, then, then Justin and, and, you know the, the the singer uh you know just everyone and and they're just like hanging out and talking and trading stories and i'm just sitting back watching like a fly on the wall like it was just so weird and kind of fun yeah. you know but yeah, so, yeah. Cool. so yeah all right like well, you know we are gonna do our outro and we're gonna get out of here but first we want to say thanks again for spending some more time with us uh ken and thanks brother appreciate I'm, it so looking forward to meeting you guys in, in person and, and seeing your show. I'm just really, I'm very, really excited about that. Me as well, man. It's going to be awesome. I'm excited for the show. And, you know, we were joking around that you should check it out, you know, at the last, uh, the last interview we did. And, and here we are, you, you are coming out and yeah. uh, catch us live and we're going to hang out afterwards or before. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's or great. Before and afterwards. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you the details <laughs> after the show. I'll let you know when I'm coming, but yeah, well, that sounds good. Uh, we're awesome. driving in that morning. Like my wife and I are hitting the road at seven in the morning. We're driving there. We're going to go to the show, spend the night. and I'm going to drive back seven hours to get home the next morning. So yeah. Um, so, Hey, you can yeah. find heavy metal Thank horror on unsaneradio.com. Listen to full episodes or download to your device. You can find us on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. On Instagram, look for Montag Lewis, one word. Our YouTube page, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. If you're watching, that's where you're at. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. And if you know someone who would like our show, tell them about us. This has been Montag, Master of Illusion. Shop Top. And you've been watching and listening to. All right, okay. bring up the horns. Heavy metal. Metal horror. This is Doug Helbring, and you have been listening to Heavy Metal Horror, the best podcast that you've never heard before. <laughs>